Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. All right, anyone in Metro Atlanta knows we've had a recent uh, rash of wrong way drivers on the interstates, including three serious crashes in the last two weeks. I wanted to go a little in-depth on on this situations, on the crashes uh, involving wrong-way drivers on the interstate. Joining me right now is Corporal Chris Hinkle from the Georgia State Patrol. Uh, Corporal, thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. My first question, the, the, the reason I wanted to, to talk to you originally was to, to find out what the Georgia State Patrol policy is when it comes to wrong-way pursuits, because a colleague of mine asked me, when, when your dispatchers get a report of a wrong-way driver... What do your troopers do? Do they do they chase them going the wrong way also on the interstate, or what's the protocol there when when you get word of a wrong way driver? There's no set protocol because it's all it's a fluid situation that we need to respond to as we see fit. But um, what a trooper is generally going to do, and what what we believe the safest option is going to do, is to get basically ahead of them so that we can be coming at them. Because with us trying to go the wrong way and following them if they're already not aware that they're going the wrong way or doing something wrong or under the influence, you know, us following them is just going to put another vehicle out there going the wrong direction. So what we'll try and do is maybe get, you know, further down the road where they're coming at us and we're going with the traffic. And that way we can either block traffic coming at them or um, worst case scenario, you know, if I see him and he's coming at me, I'm going to, use my vehicle to try and stop him by whatever means necessary before he hits an innocent civilian or somebody else. So, for example, if you get a, a call of a wrong-way driver, let's just say um, traveling southbound in the northbound lanes on 85 um, around 316, you'll try right. to get on the interstate um, below them, like at Jimmy Carter Boulevard, say, and, and try to um, divert the, the vehicle at that point. Right, get on maybe um, Beaver Ruin, go northbound, and either slow down traffic or if I can find them and get them stopped or pinned up against the wall or something like that before they hurt somebody. But, I mean, that's that's got to be a pretty quick call as far as, you know, as soon as you get the call in, uh, what the troopers are going to do and, and where they need to do it. That's a pretty hectic situation. Yeah, as soon as something, we had actually something come out yesterday with uh, that someone saw someone turn the wrong way onto the, it was the exit ramp from northbound to Old Peachtree. And so it was, you know, everybody all hands on deck. Wherever you were at, you were responding. 
and uh, there were two of us coming northbound from Sugarloaf Parkway, and we didn't actually see anything, so it may have been someone that didn't know the area turned on the wrong ramp and immediately turned around. But we there were two of us at least going right there within two or three. Well, within a minute of getting the call, we were in the area looking for the vehicle. Now, what I mean, I, I think I want to ask you about the causes of, of wrong-way drivers, but I think you mentioned one right there, drivers unfamiliar with the area. What, in fact, when I first moved to Atlanta, um, I mistakenly started driving the wrong way down Spring Street. I didn't realize it was a one-way street, and, and thankfully I was able to recognize it soon enough and, and turn the right way. Um, aside from, from drivers not knowing the area and, and unfamiliarity with the exits and the on-ramps to interstates, what are some other common causes for wrong-way crashes? I'd say it's generally generally two main causes aside from just unfamiliarity. You have the people under the influence who, you know, late night, there's no other vehicles on the roadway, and they make a left-hand turn onto a ramp, not realizing what it is, and just keep going because they're so out of it, so under the influence that they're not reading the signs, they're not, you know, looking at the roadway markings. And then the other cause would be uh, typically elderly drivers or people with mental incapacities that they maybe can't see the signs or are lost and just turn down a roadway, which we've had to stop that or had that happen once or twice in front of me, actually, um, where a 70 or 80 year old person driving at night who's out of their area, doesn't know exactly where they're at and they make a wrong turn, not realizing that they turned onto an exit ramp. So you've had firsthand experience with a wrong way driver. Yes, sir. We, um, it was Boulevard and he turned on to, going westbound onto 20 east and we get luckily we saw him right there got him stopped and ended up having to give him a ride home to athens because he had no one to call and we we didn't want to just release him to let him try and make it home on his own so so what exactly did you do to stop him in that in that instance um in that instance there were luckily cars you know coming up the ramp slowing down to the red light and as soon as he turned on he realized what it was saw the headlights coming at him but he was so disoriented and out of it that he likely would have done it again or made a wrong turn, for instance, down a one-way street or gotten lost in downtown on his way back home. So we immediately got there. He, he was stopped. We got traffic stopped and got him turned around and parked off to the side. And then we started talking to him and figured out what it was. Talking to uh, Corporal Chris Hankel from the Georgia State Patrol about uh, the recent rash of wrong-way crashes on Atlanta's interstates. Um, Corporal, do you work with other jurisdictions? So uh, if this wrong-way driver is, like you mentioned, on I-20, um, there's a chance they could go in through DeKalb or into the city of Atlanta. Um, do, you, do you stay in contact with the other jurisdictions to, to try to get a, a handle on the situation? Definitely, if, if, especially if we get a call from a local agency. Because um, typically when you call 911, it'll go through a local agency first and then come to us. And in that instance, the local agency, because it's such a high-priority call, typically dispatch units as well. And so we'll be in route as well as Gwinnett County or Atlanta Police or someone, someone like that. And then we'll all be looking in the area, looking to see what we can find. If we can't find them or if it was a mistaken call or something like that, we'll, we'll definitely be in contact with them because, like I said, it goes through them first before it comes to us, unless they call Star GSD and get us direct. Most of these situations, it seems to me, occur um, during during dark hours, whether it's at night or very early in the morning before the sun comes up. Do you have any advice for drivers that are driving the interstates at those times to avoid 
a possible wrong way drive? Is there anything that we could do as, as just a general driver on the freeways to avoid these wrong way drivers? Um, it's, it's tough because typically people want to drive, you know, to the right side if they're trying to go slow. So if there's a person that's driving correctly, doing what they should be doing in the right lane, and then there's someone who is driving incorrectly, driving the wrong way under the influence, they may be in the left lane because, or in what they think is the left lane because of habit. Um, and so you're going to have them coming head on and, it, it, it's hard to determine because if you steer left, they may steer going the right at you to try and dodge you. Um, best bet would be slow down as best you can and try and react, but steer. My advice would be stay to the left of the roadway because they may go to what they believe is the left to try and get out of the way and end up going on to the right shoulder. I would imagine impaired drivers, if the driver knows that they're impaired and they're, they're they shouldn't be driving, that they would traditionally go to the right lane and go slower than normal, which, if they were going the wrong way, would be the left lane of normal right. traffic. Do, do you ever see that occur? Um, especially with the interstate, it's hard to make it all the way out there and not realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. So for someone to be all the way over to the left, that's, that's a rarity because they, they either would have hit someone or seen the headlights coming at them and realized what they were doing. Talking to Corporal Chris Hinkle from the uh, Georgia State Patrol, if if someone does see a wrong way driver, be it on the interstate or a major surface street, um, what do you recommend folks do? As far as, do you, as far as alerting the authorities or et cetera. Well, you can call nine one one, and that gets you the uh, local nine one one center, be it Cobb County or Gwinnett County or Atlanta Fire or Atlanta Police, or you can call Star GSP, which goes directly to our radio rooms, and then we can get dispatched out. But uh, after hours are on the midnight shift, we run less people than the county police or the city police do. So it's your best bet would be nine one one. Now there's been there's been talk about trying to find preventive measures of preventing wrong way drivers, like putting um, you know s- spikes on on interstate on ramps. Um, so like if you know if you're coming out of a parking lot and you you can't go the wrong way, they have the spikes there. Um, there, there's been talk about putting those on, on, on ramps on interstates so someone can't get on the wrong way. What do you, do you, what do you think about the viability of that? Well, I think in, in some instances it's necessary to get on because you may have a tractor trailer flipped over and the whole interstate blocked. And in that case, you know, us and fire rescue and maybe hero or tow truck have to get on the wrong way and go down the ramp. Or, uh, you know, you look at I-16, which runs out to Savannah. If they had to evacuate Savannah due to a hurricane coming in, they're going to run people on both sides of I-16 going away from Savannah. So in, in those instances, it's necessary to get on. And those instances may be rare, but you don't want to have something impeding your ability to either evacuate you know, Savannah or somebody like that or for us to be able to respond to a crash or a fire or something where life's in danger. Yeah, absolutely. Wrapping up with Corporal Chris Hinkle from the Georgia State Patrol, talking about the recent rash of wrong-way drivers on Atlanta interstates. On a whole, do you think we're seeing more of these than we did maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago? I'd say yes, because there's more traffic on the interstate, and there's actually more interstates. And I guess some of the ramps, the way they're designed, it's a little hard to tell. I'd say that they're more, they're better marked. Uh, with especially with the signs, you know, wrong way, the red signs that say wrong way, do not enter. Um, but with the, 
the higher volume in traffic and more interstate systems, more interstate roadways, I'd say we are seeing a little bit more. Got it. Corporal, thanks so much for your time. This is a, a very important issue to Atlanta's drivers, and I really do appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Yes, sir. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Yo, I be buying bees, so all my girls be C's. Uh-huh. Coming backstage, dying to get pleased. You got me, I rock the Versace and linen. Why do you spot me grinning with a bunch of foxy women? All right, welcome back to the show. A special thanks to uh, Corporal Chris Hinkler from the uh, Georgia State Patrol talking about the uh, dangers of wrong-way drivers. Belinda Skelton and Christina Aiklin. Aiken? Aiklin? Aiklin, that's Aiklin. right. I got Aiklin. it right the first time. Yeah, in studio, trying to get some hotties in here on a Friday night. I'm assuming, uh, Belle, you've never driven the wrong way down a road? Not intentionally, no. I mean, occasionally <laughs> occasionally I'll turn, but I quickly correct you my correct mistake. Yourself? Christina, have you ever driven? No, I have not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> You're going to try. <laughs> I did it once when I first moved to Atlanta. I went the wrong way down Spring Street, which is a one-way road. And I didn't, and there was no traffic, so yeah. I, was like, I didn't think yeah. anything was wrong. And then a cop pulls me over. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "Um, uh, what's wrong?" For, yeah, I'm looking for something <laughs> to eat. He goes, "You're going the wrong freaking way, dude." So that was scary, but but uh, it kind of feels like when you're on a, wa- a wrong way—that's hard to say—wrong way street that you're putting your shoes on the wrong feet. You can tell something's mm-hmm. not quite right, but you're looking around and you don't know. Unless you're wasted, which most wrong way drivers we found they, out they are, are but absolutely wasted. It's just I have no sense of direction. Have you ever seen a wrong way driver like coming at you? Yes, I have. Really? Yes, I have. On New Year's Eve, I will not oh, go gosh. out on New yeah, Year's Eve never. because of that. Yeah. Nope. Was it on a freeway or a Cypress It was Street? on 400. Ooh, snap! I said, Kim, are those headlights coming toward us? And she said, Yes, they are. <laughs> and oh. was Kim driving? Kim was driving. That's even more dangerous. I know. <laughs> That's I know. Even more dangerous. So because of that, I no longer go out on New Year's Eve ever. Yeah. I saw it all the time in Knoxville because they had this in the city. There's like little downtown area where everyone likes to go get drinks, and of course, you see them do it all the time. Going it's on the wrong. Because everyone's wearing orange, they think they're all DOT workers. They of do. Course. <laughs> Insert <laughs> all Tennessee jokes. That's just some construction. All right, hang out after news weather traffic. I want to talk about sleeping habits with you. Not, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Belinda and Christina in studio. Friday evening edition of the Mark Arab Show. Like deja vu, and I got another clip down a deja crew. I said, Chris down, dumb mo with the piss down. Just cause a pissy don't mean you should miss the WSB. I'm WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this whenever and wherever that's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Air broadcast. It's been a chock full of good stuff kind of show. You missed the comedian we had in the studio early, Valley. He was awesome. I was on a wrong, wrong way street. Exactly. Driving the wrong way on a one way street. Um, he's at the uh, improv this, uh, tomorrow night, uh, 8 and 10 p.m. Go see him. He was awesome. Tina, 
he might be single also. Oh so man, was he good looking? He was. Um, he. I'll show you a picture. Okay. I tweeted it out. He's. A, I like he, comedians. I like funny, funny people. Trump's ugly. You gotta be funny, man. Yeah. You gotta make me laugh. Thank you. Don't be a bump on a log. You've got both going. I don't know. I used to have both. You did. I think you're funny. Now I've got. Now that's all I've got. Funny looking. <laughs> that's all I got now. Yeah, you've got the funny. No, he was. He was really funny. Um. All right, so we're going to talk about sleeping and sleep aids. So with my wackadoo schedule, I sleep during the middle of the day. So 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. is usually when I get a bulk of my sleep. Well, you guys are actually living your lives. Right. And traditionally, I use uh, Z-Quil. Okay. Which is NyQuil without the cough right. stuff. And it pr- works pretty good. It, it chets me down slowly, and I don't wake up with a hangover or anything. Mm-hmm. If I really want to get zonked out... I go Advil PM. Whoa. That's like... Oh, my goodness. Like, tonight, I'm going to take Advil PM when I get home, and I'll wake up, you know, Saturday at 3 p.m. Like, those. that's what I do. You told me off the air that you, you were taking Ambien now? I am an Ambien girl. How long have you been doing this? I've probably been doing this about three years. Actually, I started after Royal died. Oh, wow. I couldn't sleep yeah. after Royal died, so I started. And um, I would lay in bed and just... Thinking, I can't turn my brain Understood. off. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a tough thing. I can't just turn my brain off. And now um, I will make lists. I need to do this. I need to do that. I and just you, you'll never fall asleep. That no, way, but if way. you put me on the sofa in front of the TV, I'm out in two seconds. Without an ambient. Without an ambient. So why I, don't you just do that? Yeah, to sleep on the marriage? sofa every night. <laughs> Who cares about your husband? <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. The sofa out <laughs> like a light. Up in bed, I'm awake for hours. So Ambien, is that a prescription or are you just Oh, yeah, it? it's an, it's prescription. The reason why I've never taken it, and Katie Kylie takes it um, every morning from uh, 97.1 The River, uh-huh. every night, not just yeah, not so in the morning. Say, wow, <laughs> yeah. that's why our show's so good. But uh, I was told you, ha- you need eight hours. You do. I think I could function on less, but... You know, you do, and it hits you pretty hard. When it hits, it hits. Now, yeah. I don't do crazy things like go downstairs and fix an eight-course meal or drive the car. I just talk. Sleepwalk? Oh, you t- oh. sleep talk. I sleep talk. That's fantastic. And Clark can tell you some fabulous stories, and I don't just jumble talk. I mean, it's complete understandable sentences. Really? Oh, my. Do you I'm remember? I don't remember anything. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have Clark record that, and that's going to be a segment on the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> What's Belinda talking about in her sleep? Well, but, one day he was like, what about these Russian gift baskets? And I said, what are you talking about? He said, because you said you had to kill people to get these Russian gift baskets. I said, the heck? So it's nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. nonsense. I had a guy, a buddy of mine, broke up with a girl because she was sleep talking and was basically talking about other dudes that he knew <gasps> oh oh no he he was like all right i'm out i'm done and she's like why are you breaking up with me he's like i know about you and steve she oh goes, what are you talking no, about no, it's like the truth serum yeah exactly Whoa. right well did he ever say to her yeah he's like you talked about it in your sleep and so I, I mean and she's like yeah you're right i did oh Boom. gosh oh, see man brutal. you got to keep your sidewalk clean <laughs> exactly so you have a clean conscience so you don't have to worry about yeah. it yeah just the russian gift baskets it's just whatever the, the russian gift are. baskets <laughs> christina do you I mean, you're young you're young and you don't have any sleep issues yet right do you i use- don't i tell you what i hit that pillow and it slides out for tina like just <laughs> game over. What I time mean, do you go to sleep? You have a normal schedule. So. I do. So I, you know, I get off work at 530. I come home. I 
try to do my workout. I haven't been happening lately. Um, <laughs> What's that? Get yeah, my exactly. di- What's workout? I don't I have no idea. But I, you know, I eat my dinner. I'm, you know, I wind down, you know. Watch, w- watch my show on Netflix. Down. So what time do you go to, like, literally, would you hit the um, pill? I'll hit the pill around 1130. Yeah, Wake right. up around 7. That's See, I would See, that's that like, And I'm fine. I'm yeah. got my coffee normal. in the morning. I'm good to go. What time What time do you go to sleep, Elena? I go to sleep. I'm kind of like um, the princess and the pea or the <laughs> one that turns into a pumpkin mm-hmm. after a certain amount, of, after 10. After 10, I really start fading. But and you have to get up early for the kids, though, right? Oh, I get up and I, I do Neil Bortz's um, commentary. I produce that mm-hmm. while I'm little glummy-eyed. How much does that cost, by the way? Is he making any money on that thing? On the the podcast. Yeah. It costs $5 a month. I have not signed up for it. (laughs) I feel like I should get it for free. Absolutely. But I don't. Does he have a lot of, I mean, not to get too much into He does have a lot of subscribers. That's interesting. He does have a lot. Um, but I feel like I should, you know, I already hear what's going on. Yeah, so you don't I'm need not to subscribe. Buy, so I don't need to buy. But um, I do his commentary, and then I'm fixing the kids' breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so God only knows, you know. Oh, and Belinda brings in some great treats in the morning. What? I sit right next to her. Oh, oh, busted. Sublime donuts. Oh, Mosey. Oh, not the yeah, sublime yeah. donuts. Oh, oh, my gosh. The sublime that was donuts. the yes. best day ever. Mosey fed me and you for a good Years. decade. It was good yeah. stuff. He used to make me, because um, I, I always have weird diets. Like right now, I'm not you, eating meat. You, yeah, this is the longest you've had one of your phases. Yeah, but well, I don't know what it was, but Mosey would bring in stuff, and I'd he would make me uh, an egg and cheese sandwich every morning, uh-huh. like special delivery yeah. egg and cheese sandwich. Oh, my and gosh. I'll, I'll, I'll say four more. Yeah. He was That's awesome. awesome. He was We've a good dude. just befriended this y'all man got, that cooks for us got, for free. Y'all y'all some to, good does he still send pounds town. of bacon? Like the yes. uh, delicious bacon. Yes. You know what? I thought, I don't know why. I, and it's I cooked wanted. perfectly because I don't like my fat yeah. to move. I want my fat <laughs> sticking straight up and crispy. <laughs> On your bacon. On my bacon. Crispy Understood. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> On my body too. Crispy Sorry, so you're, da- you're down at 10. You get up at what time? I'm down at 10. I get up at 6.30. And do you get up with an alarm, or you just get up? Oh up? my God, three alarms! Really? Oh right. yeah. I have to put them in different rooms. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I'll turn this. What about one Clark? Out. He doesn't. I never thought of that. No, the whole family, Mark. This stinks. The whole family relies on me to wake everybody up. So if I'm late, it is like the cast of cards just comes falling down. Then Clark's late for work, and the kids are late for school, and everybody's mad at me. That's and, oh, that's not. And I'm yeah. like, have y'all seen how many alarm clocks are around this house? <laughs> Set them. Do you put them on different ringtones? I put my alarms on different ringtones, and that wakes me up better. Wakes you up. The last well, one's John Mayer's. So that's like my big oh, wake sweet up. Jesus. <laughs> do you do you use just your phone as an alarm, or do you have yeah. an actual alarm? I've clock? got my alarm. I've got my alarm on my phone, and it's right next to my bed. Someone told me I do need to put it in a different room. It'll make me get up. I have to get up because I will turn it off Maybe and go back to, to sleep and not remember doing that. Now, this might be the ambient talking. Yeah, I think it's oh, the medication. Yeah. When I when I was your age, Tina, and I was doing mornings. And I, I, I've always had a crazy schedule, but I was living with like three of my buddies in this house, and I, I had to have at one point I had thirteen alarms to go off to get me up at thirteen. Thirteen alarms in my room because I was working at a newspaper and I would get off at midnight oh and I have gosh. to get up at three. And you can't be late in in no. radio and TV. You cannot be late. No. So, but my buddies were, you know, they're in their early twenties partying, <laughs> and they'd be down in the living room like doing whatever. 23-year-olds do, and they'd start screaming, turn off your alarms! Oh, yeah. I guess it's, it's easy for me right now, being 23 and living at home, so... 
And your mom's your mom. <laughs> I bet your mom cooks she breakfast. Does. I love you. Does she cook you breakfast? She really does wake up every morning with me. Oh, and makes me cook. breakfast. What would I have to do? And this is ne- this is the art of negotiation here. <laughs> what would I have to do to get your mom to make me breakfast and you bring it in every morning? I I mean it Helen won't take would much. do it. She's already talking about lunch with Belinda. She's like all about it, man. Really? She's just We can make this happen. She's June Cleaver, I, I think. Just, I she's just so a sweet Greek, Greek woman. Job. Well, she's What's your morning uh, meal? What do you do? Really, like uh, sadly what I do is I get off at like 10 a.m. or whatever, and I'll go eat a huge breakfast and then go to sleep, which is the worst thing to do. I know, I know, I know. That is so But I can't, but in the, you know, I get here four in the morning, what, I'm not really hungry then. I start getting hungry around 7.30, and then I'm, I'm like, what do I got? I got nothing. See, but you're giving your body, now we're doing Dr. Joe talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unsalted cashews. Unsalted cashews. And I think you need to maybe have just like a light smoothie. Yeah. Something that your body well, how doesn't How am I going to get a light happen? smoothie at 7.30 in the morning when I'm here at work? I'm talking about before you go to yeah. bed at night. I don't want you to eat a big meal before you go to bed because your body needs to be focusing on... It. That's so true. Understood. Okay. But it helps me go to sleep. If I eat a big meal, I'm, I'm like... sure it I pass does. right out. A little Zequel, <laughs> a big omelet, and I'm done. I just... I can't do the make a sandwich before I go to bed at night thing. I can't... Because I just can't do it. Lauren will give me like breakfast biscuits, like Belvedere yeah. breakfast. Like I'll bring those, those in once in a while. Yeah, yeah they're fine. But uh, you know, I just I don't know. You've got to get your schedule. You're kind of on farmer schedule, you I'm know. Yeah, get up Second, really a, early, do your work. Like do your serial home. killers have my schedule. That's the schedule <laughs> they, I'm on right now. They do. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's why I'm afraid to take Ambien. Forget it. I'd just be, try it once. No. I can't. I gotta get it. Give me one pill and I'll try. I'll give you it. on the w- weekend. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. And we'll give Lauren. <laughs> oh, wow. A, a tape recorder. Lauren heads up to talk about it. Yeah. Nice. No, I'm. Uh, have you tried melatonin? I don't think that's strong enough for me. I know that's all natural. Yeah. Um, I have a high tolerance to medicine. You know, if you like break a leg and they'll say take take these two Tylenol, that should be enough. I'm like, oh please. You need more. Um, oh honey, I, I, you yeah. don't even know me. You don't me. even know. You don't even know. Eyelash. I take a, a, a Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> so I need more. You don't don't do the painkillers though. The painkillers are very addictive. Apparently, yes. Like, no, I don't do. Well, you can't get those. You went through that phase, Christina. I yeah. In Nashville. Getting the uh, prescription drugs and all that stuff. Yeah, that's like some crazy stuff. University of Ten- Tennessee University or University of Univer- Tennessee? The University, the University of Tennessee. Of- ah, you better get me. it right. Excuse me. I'm about to start singing Rocky Top. I apologize. No, we're going to go to break dance. before that. You sing oh, this is great. What's a buck dance? You d- you know is what? Is that like deliverance? You- it's like Appalachian yeah. uh, stomping. <laughs> when the guy was playing the banjo and the, the old guy was yeah, dead, well, I mean, but it's kind of a little oh, bit more river dance. That I, I was an on old Rocky Top. Oh, all right, we're going to break. <laughs> Give me some hip hop to cover up Rocky Top. Hang out one more segment, guys. Sure. All right, Christina Absolutely. and Belinda. I wonder what's on your show this weekend, Belinda. So get ready I to ask you. <laughs> on Twitter, you guys are on Twitter at Belinda WSB Belinda WSB Belinda. Caitlin, C-A-I-C-K-L-E-N. And that voice, by the way, Christina, is the one who gives the WSB uh, Mark Aram star of the show. That's right. We'll have you do it live coming up. Oh, I would love to. All right. Uh, Hang around. This is the Mark Aram Show. Connected to my thigh bone, my thigh bones connected to my knee.
bone my knee bones connected to my party ha 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 Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem Alright, wrapping up the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show Crazy work week for me Belinda, you work like four hours a week, so it hasn't been oh. that crazy for you. You got the, the Belinda Skelton Atlanta's Living coming up. When is it on, and what are we going to hear? One to three. We are going to talk to... Um, One to dis- three on Saturday. Saturday. Okay. One to three on Saturday. We are going to talk um, at two o'clock about hormones, Ooh, women's nice. hormones. And actually, you know, men have hormone problems as well. But um, it is a very popular topic on my show. Are you getting then, hot flashes now? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, Are you man. cutting to that point in life, really? Yes, I hate oh, to admit it, honey. And you'll know when oh, one hits. Boy. I'm yeah. just bare-naked fanning. And, <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, man. <laughs> bare-naked fanning. Fanning. And then we're going to have a distillery on. Oh, nice. You have yes. great guests. I have. I don't have guests that bring me food. I can't even get Christina to bring me food. Hey, listen now. We have gum <laughs> back at our desk. We can. We've share. got. Yeah, we've got all kinds of goodies. All right, uh, we got to do star of the show. Can you do star of the show live? Oh my gosh. You got to do it right now. Though. <gasps> the, oh wait, I'm all nervous now. That's all right. Just say, "Here's the market." It's time now for the Mark Aram star of the show. It's time now for the Mark Aram star of the show. That's so good. I try. My male listeners freaking lose it when we play that. Part. I bet. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give co-stars of the show to both of you for um, coming in here on a Friday oh. night before you took your Ambien. I really appreciate yes, it. Yeah, I know. You could drive <laughs> me one night after Ambien. I would love to. Listen, Let's if do you this. guys ever go out for drinks, you let me know. Oh, I'll we pay for need the drinks. To. I want I want to get in on this. On this coffee talk with uh, <laughs> Traffic Time with Tina Always. and uh, Belinda Skelton. All right. Uh, again, on Twitter, WSB Belinda, at Kakels. Kakelin. That was your old one. Kakelin. <laughs> that was, was the old one. one. That's yeah. old news. C-A-I-K-L-E-N. C-A-I-C-K-L-E-N. Boom. All right. Boom. News, weather, and traffic next. Uh, have a great weekend, guys. Go to sleep. Little baby. Go to sleep. Good night, everyone. Don't you weep, baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby She's long gone with the red shoes on Gonna need another loving baby Don't you weep, pretty baby Don't you weep, pretty baby Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel Located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.